Welcome to It's Always Day One. My name is George Reed, a former Amazonian turned Amazon consultant. Each week on the podcast, you're going to hear industry experts, brand owners, and Amazon employees share their answers to the basic yet fundamental questions you should be asking yourself about your Amazon business. Now, let's jump in. I want to go back to basics today and just look at two simpler principles I've had with me since day one working in Amazon, at Amazon, and then since leaving, develop these two fundamental concepts, mechanisms, whatever label you want to give them to think about when it comes to Amazon. Now, the first one is my mountain strategy on the left-hand side of the screen here. And then the second one is the flywheel effect, which we're familiar with when we think about Amazon, but I've kind of built this out slightly differently. So first and foremost, we look on the left-hand side of the screen. The mountain strategy premise is quite simple. The premise is you you can't ascend to another level on the mountain until you have completed the level you're currently on. So first we have operations, second we have brand, third we have advertising. If we think about our operational base, the primary thing to think about here is your delivery promise. One of those big components is whether or not you offer prime delivery either through FBA or seller fill prime and on top of that your delivery promise as well as what's your merchant fulfilled delivery is that actually a quick fast delivery that you're offering because that's going to come into kind of the whole mechanism here the second big component is how you stay in stock are you able to stay in stock for the whole year or are you regularly dropping out these are two big fundamentals that form your operational base essentially can you offer prime can you say in stock? There are other things that go into it, like your packaging, um, like what goes into your packaging. These are all parts of your operations, but the crux of it really is those two. Nail those two and you're doing pretty well. Once you've nailed them, you're then going to move on to brand. When we think about brand, there are different brand touch points. The main touch points to be aware of is your listing. The listing is where the conversion happens. That's where a customer is going to add your product to baskets and ultimately, hopefully, go through and check out. So we want to be focusing on that brand touch point because it's an opportunity for us to convert the customers into potential buyers and for that operational piece to kind of get kicked into kicked into gear. Other touch points include your storefront, a massive touch point there, and ensuring your content is equally good to your listing. And then you've got things like your packaging, your product inserts, your communications, um, when it comes to customer support, etc. All of these are brand touch points, as are off of Amazon activities as well, like your social media, the user-generated content you have going on there, because customers are more likely to obviously be going onto social media now and checking out your presence to ensuring that you've got good touch points across the board. But coming back, that main one is the conversion piece, which is the listing. And what's becoming a big conversion piece, obviously, is your storefront as well. When you have nailed that, you're then in a position to ascend to that final level, which is advertising. Now, Amazon advertising is growing incredibly quick right now. We saw that Q2 report. I think I heard 88% year-on-year growth in terms of their uh, revenue from advertising. We know it's expanding quickly. We know they're investing incredibly heavily into that platform, and it's catching up with Google and Facebook. So this is where we can kind of dial things up and start sending additional traffic. We're going to send it from Amazon itself. We're also going to look to send it from off of Amazon through social marketing campaigns as well as email marketing and other 
influential based things, so influencers or social as a whole. Now, the reason we nail these things in this order is because if you have the best advertising strategy on Amazon in the world, influencers are pumping loads of engagements, you've got a phenomenal social marketing platform set up where you're pumping traffic like no other from your Facebook campaigns back to Amazon. All thumbs up. You're the best teams in the world working there. But your brand is incredibly poor and you're not able to convert that traffic. Then it's just a complete waste of time. There is no benefit. In the same token, if you work really, really hard on your brand, you spend thousands developing your storefront, developing your listings, getting images and videos on copywriters, all of these things to nail those two massive touch points of your listing and your storefront, right? That's great. You're conversing the traffic. You're also getting organic traffic. Big thumbs up. You're doing really, really well, but you're not able to stay in stock and you're not offering a competitive delivery through Prime then the operational underbelly is just going to I mean your whole thing falls to pieces essentially because it doesn't really matter how good your conversion rate is or how great your advertising is. If you're not able to fulfill those orders in a timely manner and stay in stock, you're not going to be able to succeed. So that is why we need to build it in this order of operations, then brand, then advertising. Because if you remove the order at all and say you've got great advertising, great operations, it doesn't work, you can't convert. If you've got great brand and great operations, you're then in a position, you've already got that foundation, things are already working, and you can dial it up with the advertising. But if you have just two components, other than the bottom two, it's not going to work beautifully. And to really nail it, it's obviously all three. What then happens then is we flip over to the firewheel on the right-hand side of the screen. For those looking, for those listening, go have a look. Essentially, what I'm trying to explain with the center here is the faster that product firewall spins, the more sales we're making. Okay, so our objective is to continuously push it. We want to push it like a roundabout to make it spin faster, to make the sales go faster, and to make our sales rank go up. Great. Hey folks, it's George here. I'd like you to check out my new site, georges.blog. It's where you can find all of my famous weekly emails as well as how we can work together. To repeat, that's georges.blog. Now, let's carry on with the episode. So what we first do is we optimize that product page, that listing. Like we talked about in the mountain strategy there with the brand component and that touch point, we're optimizing our content to ensure that we're able to convert it and to ensure that we've got the right keywords in place so we can go get some organic ranking from the get-go. We're ticking boxes there. That is the first push and the flywheel starts to spin, the sales start to come in and your organic ranking starts to improve. Great. Next piece then comes the advertising, the marketing. This is where we start looking at Amazon advertising. This is where we start looking at social advertising, like we've discussed over on the mountain strategy piece. This is another big push as we start sending paid traffic towards a listing. Obviously, the flywheel is going to spin quicker because we're getting conversions, we're getting sales, we're going up the rankings, and it's starting to spin. Great. What then happens as these sales are coming in is our feedback starts to increase. And if we're doing a great job with the optimization, obviously our feedback is going to be positive because we've explained the product well. And coming back to our operational base, if we delivered on time, created a good experience, 
the feedback also is going to be great. So what that then creates is a third push for us. As those reviews start coming in, we're able to convert customers at a higher rate. We're also able to appear higher in the rankings because we've got more positive reviews, which in turn is dragging more clicks to our page organically because they're seeing those positive reviews on page one, two, three, four, and are more likely to click through to, to our listing. So that acts as an additional push and the flywheel goes again, right? And in theory, we could leave it like this and it would do its job. It would continue to spin because we'd optimized, we'd marketed, and we gathered feedback. That is part one. But what the top Amazon sellers do and the top brands on Amazon do is on a regular basis, right in the middle there of that product, we're collecting shed loads of data. And what we want to be doing is extracting that data. So we're extracting it from our feedback. We're looking at the customer search terms that they're using. We're looking at the terminology they're using to describe their product. We're looking at the, the negatives they're using perhaps as well. And we're addressing that where perhaps we've had a communication breakdown and not explain the product or how to use it. We're looking at everything to get rich customer insights from the feedback. What we're also doing is gathering data from our marketing campaigns. We're getting loads of data from that on an hourly basis, what's working, what's not. So we're extracting all of that data out. And one of the first things we'll be doing is we'll be throwing that back into the optimization piece. So we're going to re-optimize our listing with this data we now have. We're going to add new keywords. We're going to explain things differently. We're going to add new images or new content or new videos. And that is going to act as another optimization push. So it pushes again, another big kind of um, shunt to get that flywheel spinning faster. So everything's uplifted and it starts to get higher organic rank and the sales start to increase. What we're also doing with that data is we're throwing it back into the advertising campaigns to make them more refined, to make them more accurate, to make them more efficient, to cut down the waste of spend and put that spend towards the winners. And that marketing is then pushed again. The advertising lever is then pushed again and the flywheel spins and the feedback increases again. And this flywheel happens over and over and over again. And the top brands, what they're doing is they're regularly revisiting their feedback. It's not a one-off task. They're regularly working and investing resource into their marketing and their advertising. They're not seeing it as a one-off task. They're hiring agencies or in-house people to come in and focus on the Amazon advertising because they know the power it brings. And then they're working this flywheel over and over again. So to reinforce for those who are just listening and aren't watching right now, we've got the optimization. That's the first push. The second push is the advertising. Boom, pushes again. The third push is when that feedback comes in. And maybe we've got something like inserts in play to encourage that feedback. And then fourth, the fourth piece that happens is that data starts to build and we utilize that data to go back to part one, re-optimize and back to part two, work on that marketing, work on that advertising again. And we repeat this process over and over again. But these two work well together. The flywheel and the mounted strategy work in tandem. Now the flywheel works only if we've got that operational base through the mountain strategy. So this flywheel kind of sits on top of the mountain in theory. You've nailed your operations, you nailed your brand and your advertising. So they kind of sit one one and the same almost. It's just different ways to think about it. But 
the premise is still the same in the fact that you need the operational base for the whole thing to work. Otherwise, it all comes crumbling down. So these two are simple ways you can think about your Amazon brand, your Amazon business. And whenever it comes to kind of having conversations or disagreements with people in your team, always refer back to these core components. So when someone's pushing you hard, going, we need to spend more budget on advertising, and you're going, well, our brand's shit right now. It doesn't look very good. Our images are low quality. We haven't got infographics. A plus is lackluster. All of these things just make your really strong arguments go, we shouldn't be doubling down on advertising just yet. We're not ready. Okay. We're not doing enough with our feedback at the moment. We're not able to stay in stock. You know, and the simple way of thinking about Amazon is going to allow you to create sustainable success. If you've got any questions on this, any thoughts or ideas or opinions, send me a message um, on LinkedIn. More than happy to discuss it further. Hope you enjoyed this. Hope you enjoy these mini deep dives. I'm going to be exploring a bit more. Um, and if you've got any suggestions of mini deep dives you would like me to go and do, ping me a message and I'll get them done. Cheers for now. Bye. Hey guys, just a quick one. If you are enjoying the podcast and either have some actionable next steps or new ideas, I'd really appreciate if you could, one, subscribe to the show and leave us a review. These are really, really important to us, as you probably know, being in the Amazon world. And two, if you're looking for additional support with your brand, head over to the website. It's always dayone.co.uk, where we've got links to other resources. That's all for now, guys. Speak soon.